Hey, what's going on, Abominable Bro Manager Boy Jerry, the Fitness General Washington? And you know what that moniker means. It means this is episode number 23 of the General Fitness Company cast. Yes, we have another interview, and today I sat down with Sina Elbaum, and this young lady is a Renaissance woman. She's a certified yoga instructor, as well as a doula, as well as a therapist. Yeah, she does it all, and she did not disappoint in today's episode. We sat down and we talked about just about everything under the sun, from how she likes her coffee, to how much she likes shoveling, to the difficulties of helping a family deliver a baby. So anyways, we're going to get into that. But before we get into this episode, you know, I'd really appreciate it if you would share this podcast. If you could do me that favor and just share this with a friend or a family member, you could do it real easy. You could just take a screenshot, send it over to a friend. You can copy the link, do it that way. There's a lot of ways you can do it. You can even do it the old school way and just... Tap a friend on the shoulder and tell them about it. Yeah, either way you do it, I really appreciate it. If you don't get around to doing that, you know, you can also help me by leaving a rating or review on iTunes. All that really helps me out, but the most important thing that I would want from you is for you to subscribe. Because if you subscribe to this, you would be one of the first ones that gets to hear this podcast when it gets released. You get that ding, yes, that notification that when this episode is distributed out into the airwaves, you get to be one of the first ones to hear it on your favorite listening device. So I really appreciate that. Anyways, let's get on with the show. Episode number 23 of the General Fitness Company cast. My interview with Cena Elbaum. Lego! Steamed coconut milk. Decaf espresso, a little bit of water, and steamed coconut milk. With the foam. <laughs> she said, don't forget the foam. The foam. Don't forget the foam. I love it. It's, it's like, I made this up, and I really like it. Yeah? It's a little complicated when I have to order it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can imagine. So I try to be nice about yeah. it. Yeah. Because you know, I'm asking them to go out of their mm-hmm. box. Yeah, of course, and that kind of throws and, them off a little bit. But I live outside of the box. <laughs> and that's so. the place to be, right? <laughs> that's the place to be, though. Can we laugh during this? Can Do, we? Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Uh, that's good. So, yeah, yeah tell my us about name is Sina Elbaum. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from New York, mm-hmm. transplanted here in 1984. 35 years ago, lived in Philadelphia for a while, and moved to Balakinwood um, in 2000, 2001. Yeah, so I've been in this great little town for 18 years, mm. and it seems like a lifetime, but a good <laughs> lifetime. Mm-hmm. It's been a great chapter, and uh, I'm married for 30 years. I have two stepsons and a son. My family is my heart and soul. I have a wonderful studio, yoga studio, in my home. In my home. And it's just such a great little space. It's like I forget I'm in my house. Mm -hmm. I'm transported somewhere every time I go into that space. Nice. Whether I'm by myself with one woman or with a small group of women practicing. My counseling practice is also in my home mm-hmm. on the third floor. It's a great space. It looks out into the yard. You see the trees. Like today, it'll look gorgeous. Because mm-hmm. you see the treetops yeah. with the snow covering oh, that, them. Yeah, that is going to be nice. Quite, it's quite soothing. Like a postcard. 
it looks a little bit like a postcard. It's it's small. It has a dedicated bathroom, which is great, mm -hmm. and it's very comfortable. Um, people seem to feel really comfortable in that space, as do I. Um, I kind of live in between, the yeah. two floors in between, <laughs> mm -hmm. and my doula work takes me out of the house. Okay. You know, so I see people in their homes, mm -hmm. and I go to the hospitals and the birth centers where I accompany couples to do their labors and births. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a nice balance. Okay. And I believe in life balance, mm -hmm. finding life balance. It's very hard. Mm -hmm. um, it's a busy world. We have busy minds, mm -hmm. busy bodies. Mm -hmm. And finding life balance is what I look to help people do, whether it's in their own lives, their relationships, their transition from being a married couple to a family, find the life balance and giving ourselves permission to take the time to make it happen. That's true, right? You know, like we want it now. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> Don't we all, right? There's some old adage that says the best things in life, in our life, take time. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, we were talking about that last time we talked. With yes. the Amish, with the uh, the fence that goes up fast, falls down yes. fast, right? Exactly. That's what it's exactly. all about. Well, there you go. You know, I really do appreciate you coming by, seriously. Oh. So all anyways, right. so why don't you, uh, <laughs> I appreciate you coming in, by the way. Thank you so much, because uh, we got snow out here. It's like a snow emergency, and you still came by. Couldn't and... wait to get out in it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah! Ah, driving through the snow. I'm the one who sh loves to shovel. Do you really? Love it. All right, I'm calling you up now. <laughs> I'm calling you up next snowstorm. My path. Yeah, there you my go. My path oh. and my... <laughs> I love to shovel my path. What's no, no. <laughs> Nobody else is. It's I a get good it. workout. It, that's true. I do yeah. agree with that. It is a good workout. Get you the get heart rate up. Mm-hmm. And you it's get to be good. in the cold, so yep. it's fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's a pretty cool collection. I have, yeah. like, Hasidish music. Oh, wait, you gotta explain that. What is that? Hasidish music. Yeah. So in Never Judaism, there's different, um, there are different segments of the Jewish Oh, yeah, like the Sephardic population. and... So you have the Sephardic Jews who came from Spain mm -hmm. and the Spanish, of Spanish ancestry. Mm -hmm. And then you have the Ashkenazic, Ashkenazic. Jews who came from Poland mm -hmm. and... Eastern Europe. Eastern Europe, yeah, the Ural Mountains. And at one time in Eastern Europe, mm -hmm. everybody was Hasidish. Okay. In other words, you never saw a man without a black coat and a white shirt. Oh, okay, I get it. And a black hat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the women all covered their hair oh, okay. and wore long garments and practiced a way of life. Mm -hmm that has kind of morphed um, in the modern day world, mm -hmm. but there are certain pillars yeah, and that, uh, fundamentals mm -hmm. that the Hasidic community mm -hmm. um, uphold. They kind of uphold, right? Oh, and that, yeah. And those, uh, those pillars, do they kind of, do the, these pillars, do they kind of span across Judaism or is there different pillars, would you say, for different quote unquote sects or, or even I guess, would you say they're Sephardic? So what would you call What that? I would say is that the pillars mm -hmm. are undeniably the pillars, mm -hmm. period. Okay. How you interpret them mm -hmm. based on your family and their family and going it. back your ancestry. Mm -hmm. 
um, liberties have been taken. Yeah, I get it. That have changed the appearance. Uh huh. Well, of, you still know what the pillars are. It's just yes. like you might. You know what the pillars are, but somebody, everybody has their different interpretation of yes. it or whatnot. And, I get it. And I get from it. that, mm -hmm. related to that, mm -hmm. branched out the different, the, the orthodox, the mm -hmm. modern orthodox, the conservative, the reformed, the reconstructionists. Mm -hmm. And each of them believe in the pillars, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they practice them with a greater or less degree of flexibility. I get it. With a stronger fence built around the pillars mm -hmm. or... Or no fence. Or no fence. <laughs> um, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, you, like you, uh, you, you could either observe them like from afar or observe them up close, right? <laughs> Just like those are the pillars. We see that's what they were, or those are the pillars. We got to practice it. That's what they what are. They are. I get it. Black and white, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. literally and metaphorically, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or like shades of gray. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's that's kind of cool. So. Dude, yeah, we already started anyway, so. That? <laughs> we already started already anyway. Oh, we did? Yeah, we started a long time oh. ago. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was I was telling my husband about this. He mm -hmm. said, you know this guy? I'm like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I said, I think I know him more than I know him. Yeah, right? <laughs> so he's like, it's too early for that. He said, what do you mean? It's just too early in the morning for that. His brain doesn't boot. Yeah, uh-huh, I get it. He's in the quiet car. Mm-hmm, I get I'm it. I'm in the... <laughs> Where everybody's... Everyone's Everybody's talking. partying, everybody's partying and talking, right? That's why I we get go it. well together. Yo, that's what they say, opposites attract, though, right? Yeah. In a lot of ways. It's like, if you can... Um, I mean, especially when it comes to... That's yeah, your husband, so it's your relationship. So that's the way he, you, know, you guys complete, complete each other, right? Where, absolutely. Where you have strengths, maybe his weaknesses, and vice versa. You yes, know? So that's, absolutely. That means you know you have a good... Absolutely. How long have you been married? you mind me asking? 30 years. Oh, wow. Good for and you. Congratulations. And we met 32 years ago. Oh, wow. There yeah. you go. So it was like almost yeah. right off the bat. You know, almost like love at first sight kind of thing. So, um, well... No. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> All right. Tell, tell your story a little bit. Tell, tell so, us a little thirty-second breakdown. Cute mm -hmm. story. Uh huh. Um, I was new to Philadelphia. Okay. And wait, I was where are you from again? New York. New York. Okay. Woodmere, Long Island. Okay. Um, the neighborhood I grew up in is not that dissimilar from the main line. Really? Yeah. Town, town, town. Mm -hmm. A main line mm -hmm, mm -hmm. train uh -huh, that runs right. from town to town. I get it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Fairly homogenous socioeconomically. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, anyway, so I moved here in 84 mm -hmm. to finish my graduate work. Okay. I Where'd was at NYU in their School of Social Work. Okay. Took a year off um, and ended up at Temple. Okay. And I was working during the day, going to school at night got my first job after Temple, mm -hmm. which was at the Osteopathic Hospital at 8th and Race. Oh, there's an, is, there, is it still there? Not there. I was going to say, PCOM is around, um, but I don't know. PCOM, yeah, the, the school, the mm -hmm. osteopathics, yeah. are still strong, going yeah, strong. absolutely. But the hospital is now a uh, an apartment, and it's the round building across the street from the round house, the police station. Okay. 
My first day of work, I walked into the police station because <laughs> I was told it's the round building. <laughs> Were your keys out? Like, hey, I'm ready. Oh wait, hold on. And I'm like, wait, this does. Not These don't look, look like, like my rooms. <laughs> These don't look so good. anyway, the first week I was at work, mm -hmm. I saw this guy like kind of everywhere mm -hmm. that I went. Mm -hmm. He was like there. <laughs> <laughs> Behind me, down mm -hmm. the corridor. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what is going on? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he says that he saw me, so he thinks I was following ah! <laughs> So it's like, I saw him. Well, if you ask him, uh, well, I saw her. <laughs> I thought, he is definitely like, he's That's watching awesome. mm -hmm. where I'm going. <laughs> and maybe it was neither. Maybe we were just like kind of yeah. destined to be mm -hmm. in those places at the same time. That's the mature version. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> so P.S. He mm -hmm. came into the unit where I was working, mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, now I'm getting. You know, it's like, yeah, maybe he was following. Me. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he's talking to me about some patient, and. Um, I was respectful, mm -hmm. but I told him what I thought, which was different than what he wanted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, he didn't really love that. You didn't like that. <laughs> but I think he did. Mm -hmm. I get it. I think he liked that. Not somebody stood new kid on the block stood mm -hmm. her ground, mm -hmm. comfortably, politely. Mm -hmm. He leaves, mm -hmm. and then like. 30 seconds, 60 seconds later, he came back in, and I'm like, now what? <laughs> now what? <laughs> and he said, like, I'd like to know if you'd like to go out. Ah, so he did like, okay, you ain't lying, huh? Really? <laughs> I was surprised. He said, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. So we had a fun first date, mm -hmm. nice dinner, and again, I I stood my ground mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and said and did what I believed mm -hmm. to be true mm -hmm. and right. And he was a little flabbergasted, <laughs> but could receive it. He respected that. He right. respected it, mm -hmm. and he I think he admired that this girl has some resilience. Mm -hmm. she, can, she can handle life yeah absolutely you right. kind of take it in your terms and yeah more like more or less you want you seem like one of those people that more or less doesn't doesn't take what the world is as like it is what it is more so like you see the world and you kind of know what is your purpose and what your path is at least that you uh, you come off to me as that as that type of person that's a great way of putting it <laughs> that's a great way because the world is a big place mm -hmm. but you don't have to engage the world as if it is as big a place as it is mm -hmm. you can find your world mm -hmm. in the bigger world yeah i agree mm -hmm. and um i feel like i've done that mm -hmm. and the big boss the real boss <laughs> uh -huh. has helped me i bet in in many ways mm -hmm. absolutely um, yeah there's actually a book it's a it's a religious book mm -hmm. it's called all for the boss all for the boss huh it's about a great famous rabbi a sage mm -hmm. um and the relationship that he and his daughter had oh. and it's it's kind of told through the story of the daughter's eyes like about this great sage mm -hmm. her father yeah, with many cool. metaphors to 
our father. Oh, okay. Collective. Oh, I see how that works. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of good. That cool. sounds like a pretty interesting read. You said yeah. it's what all for the boss. All for the I'll boss. Look that up on Amazon. Yeah. My sneaking, yeah. uh, sneaking a couple reads on that. Not, not like a beach read. No, this is like pretty no. deep, huh? It's a little deep. All right. Yeah. It's more like a uh, sit up, a sit up at night and read like yeah. for an hour at a time before you go to bed and kind of contemplate it in your dreams. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. right? Yeah. Whatever whatever floats your boat, right? All right, yeah. so why don't we tell my audience a little bit about, like, uh, well, we talked about how you met your husband. We talked a little bit about you and how you, have, you see your purpose in the world and you kind of try to shoot for that. So, uh, you know, we, I actually came across you in the, uh, the Facebook group that we were, the aforementioned Facebook group, and I thought it was pretty cool that you were, you know, I saw that you were a yoga instructor, and then you told me you were a doula, and I was like, we definitely have to meet, because I was like, what is this all about? I've, never, I, I've heard of what doulas are, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I know people that, are, that have to be doulas, they have to have, like, a different mindset than most people. Yes. Obviously, you, you already told me you went to a, an osteopathic hospital, or you worked at a, with an osteopathic right. hospital. So, um... What about like the being a doula kind of attracted you in the first place to being to doing that? So I'll tell you, it's um, it's funny how it happened because I really wasn't looking mm-hmm. to become a doula at that time. So back in I guess it was the end of 2012. Okay. Um, my yoga studio was growing, mm-hmm. and I was very excited about that. And I had a nice counseling practice okay. where I saw women and couples um, and helped them figure out how to navigate the conflicts and the confusions mm-hmm. in their life um, and practiced kindness and non-judgment mm-hmm. and I guess role model that in the process of counseling. Okay. And love my work. (laughs) Love my my yoga work. Uh huh. Um. So. Can we wait? Can we back up just a second? So. You so you because I I feel like we skipped some stuff here. At least I did. Not you. I did. So. You started off in school because we were talking about you finished off your, your, your schooling oh. and you met your husband. We missed, we missed a little part there. So you went to school for social work. I did. I did my, I, my undergraduate work. I studied mostly psychology mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. anthropology mm-hmm. because I love culture. Mm-hmm. I love the study of women and groups. Okay. Families. Uh-huh, absolutely. My family is where my heart lives. <laughs> but I see other groups of people as an extension mm-hmm. of my family, mm-hmm. um, like other couples who are starting a family, yeah, which ties into my love of my doula work. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, uh, lost my train of thought a little bit. No, it's um, okay. And hmm. so you're saying that you kind of that you're. Uh, your doula work kind of came from you thinking about like how family structures are, and then you were being you were more of like a uh, person that enjoyed yes. being that being in that family structure yes. and extending your family structure outward. So yes. I was just thinking about that, like so you went from there as like you know you went to the social work, and then from social work were you like just strictly in social work, or did you go were you doing social work and yoga at the same I time? I was practicing social work. Okay. Um, a private practice okay. counseling. Okay. Women so and it was yours? My practice. Oh, wow. Yes. I had practiced for a short while as a hospital social worker where I met my husband. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> um, and 
wanted to work privately. Okay. The work in the hospital was rewarding, mm -hmm. but it was draining. I can imagine. Really draining. Mm -hmm. And I would take it home yeah. with me. Somehow the private work, I could see my own life mm -hmm. and I didn't take it home. I could identify with it mm -hmm. um, and guide these people with a healing and helping voice. Mm -hmm. But I didn't take it home. I get it. I um, get it. My yoga practice at the time was in other studios. Okay. Um, and eventually, I decided I want my own. Mm -hmm. So I would rent space. I would find like a great space, mm -hmm. small and cozy, mm -hmm. lots of windows, and the people who practiced with me followed me. Okay. Um, so about ten years ago still practicing yoga and counseling mm -hmm. um had a flood in my house oh, no. in the basement and my son was sick and he was at home and not in school he was being schooled at home uh -huh. and he said to me mom why don't you turn the basement into a yoga studio <laughs> so from the flood like lemonade from lemons uh -huh, absolutely from this flood um came my Studio. That's it's perfect. called At Home Studio. Wait, it's called At Home Studio? It is. It's called At Home Studio. <laughs> there you go, because you're at home when you're in the studio. Yeah, At I Home like Studio. It. Absolutely. absolutely. I, I, like I figured, it. like, call it what it is. Yeah, I and, get it. Um, <laughs> I get it. Get it. General Fitness Company. I get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> call like, it what it is. Straightforward. Right? <laughs> um, and the people who followed me prior mm -hmm. still follow me now, plus quite a few new people that's awesome um and i love it mm -hmm. i practice my own practice mm -hmm. i have a trx thing set up oh, look at you i have equipment that resembles the equipment of your oh, of your you studio look at you, girl. um and it's almost like i don't have to go to a gym yeah because you have it all there right i have a little gym yeah and uh, I love my studio. I love my work as a as a yoga teacher, as a guide. Mm -hmm. It's a guide not just for um, not just for yoga, the pure practice of physical yoga, but it's also the practice of conditioning the mind, mm -hmm. um, awakening an awareness mm -hmm. of how the mind is like. It's an organ. Yeah, of course. You know, your heart is an organ. Mm -hmm. The uterus is an organ. <laughs> The, you know, the, the kidneys are an organ. Uh -huh. The mind is a powerful place. I agree. And we can dwell in it, but we have to be careful how we dwell in mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. And... Oh, what was that? What was that song? James Taylor. <laughs> uh, was that that I See Fire? I seen, is that that song? Whenever I see you're smiling. Oh, my goodness. Is that for everybody or do you have specific ringtones? That for? is my only ringtone. Your only Okay, cool. <laughs> I love it. That is pretty awesome, though. It's James Taylor. I've never heard anybody with a James Taylor ringtone. I tried several other ringtones. Mm -hmm. The next <laughs> favorite before this was mm -hmm. the tune from the Larry David show. Curb your enthusiasm. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you had that on there as your ringtone? Oh my yeah. god. I'm yeah. sure everybody was looking at you every time your phone rang. They did. The curb and I liked it, but I also didn't like it. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. So I, I said to my son, I said, Elliot, I said, what do you think would be a really good ringtone? He said, let me think about it. He said, how about 
your favorite James Taylor song. Oh, there you go. And that was several years ago. So you've had that for several years now? Yeah. Maybe <laughs> like six or seven years. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Since she's had yeah. that since iPhone 4. Yes. Yeah. Since, since my iPhone 4. Yes, because this is like... Was it a 6? I think this is a 6. Okay. So, yep. <laughs> anyway, so... so anyway. <laughs> um, yoga. Yes. Uh, well, Awareness you know, of the mind. Uh-huh. I was actually curious. How, did, did you have any overlap with your, um, your, the, your social work patients, with your yoga clients? Did anybody mm, come from there? No, but I do have overlap with my counseling practice and my doula practice. Okay, okay. Which I can I, imagine that. I, I didn't anticipate that or mm-hmm. think that, gee, this doula practice could feed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my counseling practice. I didn't think that. Yeah, you know, I guess you wouldn't think that off the bat, but it just kind of almost does come, come hand in hand. It's very handy, right? Like, I mean, if you're already dealing with this, why wouldn't you be able to deal with the other things and, the, and help so you So I other find things? that um, in the postpartum period, it's quite a wake-up call. Mm-hmm, I bet. And, you know, women go through pregnancy for nine, ten months, they labor, mm-hmm. they birth, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, they're no longer a husband and partner or a husband and wife. Mm-hmm. They're a family. They're a family, yeah. The dance changes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Get another and partner. And you've got another partner <laughs> mm-hmm. who is a full-time partner. Yeah. <laughs> True story. Is a very demanding partner, more demanding than either one of the individuals in the <laughs> It throws a lot of people off. I can imagine. What would you say is the most, like, the uh, like, the biggest issue you see with, like, most people that after their birth of their child? Um, redefining your role and how you use your time in each relationship. Mm. Your relationship to yourself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. your relationship to your child, mm-hmm. and your relationship to your partner. Mm. And your relationship to the family. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So I don't think most people think about that. No, definitely not. Beforehand, because they're so excited about... about the baby. (laughs) Gotta have this baby. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just get this baby out already. (laughs) Um, And then all of a sudden, it hits. Now, Mm -hmm. in my work as a doula, I touch on that, Mm -hmm. but... It's like, what's the priority? Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Right? The priority <laughs> you got to talk about this baby. Is to educate this couple about what pregnancy is like, mm-hmm. um, many different aspects of that. Prepare them as best as I can mm-hmm. for what labor can look like. Mm-hmm. And be with them through the labor process to support them, educate them, empower them, encourage mm-hmm. them and to celebrate the birth mm-hmm. um, whether the labor was easy or so easy. torturous <laughs> have you had that like i mean i feel like natural well i don't know what i feel about natural childbirth because i don't i've never had <laughs> i never had one personally but do you like see the the gambit or is it mostly like is it mostly like pretty easy is it mostly like difficult or is it just like every it, it just depends i see every shade of gray okay <laughs> imaginable. you see it all huh i see easy mm-hmm. short um, smooth, mm-hmm. really manageable, mm-hmm. beautiful, 
and I see traumatic. Really? Yep. Have you Very ever had traumatic. anybody had like some serious, serious issues like that? I remember that was like one of my. I was talking to one of my clients about like talking about talking to you, and they were interested. Like, what do you do in the sense and like the when they have those issues, like when it's traumatic or like there's something that's really dangerous. I'm sure that's probably a lot of people think about that. What do you do? So I have to find the reality that the woman is in. Mm -hmm. I have to step into her reality mm -hmm. and not try to fix it or make it anything that it's not. Mm -hmm. um, be realistic, mm -hmm. but still provide like a loving strength to be a source of encouragement, to be a source of you are a strong woman mm -hmm. and we're here to help you through this. We're in this together, mm -hmm. and it's hard, but it's okay. Mm -hmm. And kind of keeping it simple. Yeah, of course. But keep the message I can. Yeah, I get it. You know, like when you feel like I can't. Yeah, that's when you have and to. And I have to give up. Mm -hmm. I have to draw on a strength that um, I. I draw on, but not in that way, mm -hmm. all that often. Yeah. I just had an experience. Really? Like, 12 days ago. Really? Where you had the kind of... Yeah. Yeah? Yep. Wow. Yep. And everything's good okay with them now, though? Um, there's still some trauma. Really? Hanging on. Wow. Yep. As a matter of fact, this morning, I reached out to the director of what's called the Postpartum Stress Center in Bryn Mawr, oh. and I mentioned to her my concern about this client, client this woman, um, simply because the client mentioned it to me okay. yesterday. I think I want to check out the postpartum I get it. Mm -hmm. stress center. I get it. And I said, I'm going to put a message in to the director tomorrow morning, mm -hmm. and I did, to just let her know. This is like on your agenda today or tomorrow. Mm -hmm. This is and like to be familiar with the situation. Yeah. I get it. I get yeah. It. yeah. Um, so trauma happens everywhere. Mm -hmm. When you've been in it for a long time mm -hmm. or when you least expect it. <laughs> I get it. I right? totally get it. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 wild. <laughs> yeah, I was always just interested in like how that like how that all works. I mean, I'm sure there's like a lot more details to it that we can maybe talk about on another day because <laughs> this isn't the this isn't the doula podcast today. <laughs> right. But there are some interesting uh, phenomena and interesting uh, perspectives or aspects I would say about like you know <clears throat> being a doula, being a um, you know being a yoga instructor, yes. and being a social worker. They all kind of. They mixed do. together, right? They're they all do. Kind of I think my true voice, mm -hmm. my true why was I put here mm -hmm. on earth, mm -hmm. shows up in each of these areas. Really? In different yeah. aspects, I assume. Different aspects in each of these areas. And I think that's part of the reason why a couple who struggles in their birthing experience will come to me afterwards to try and get their mind and body back in shape. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when they can physically mm -hmm. when they're up to it um they'll reach out to me and say can we do some yoga work together that's awesome that's so smart um, you just gotta like think things that just feed right into each other perfect you got like yeah. a whole business for yourself 
I mean, well, uh, duh, of. right? <laughs> She's yeah. Like, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing for a while. Um, that's still amazing, though, just to be able to, like, just hide <clears throat> everything kind of seems like, I mean, obviously you've had your stuff, and we've all had our stuff in our lives, but yeah. the way, I mean, it just, everything seems like it kind of just flowed into one another yeah. for the most part, so that's pretty you know, cool. Back in 2012, when mm-hmm. I had my yoga practice and I had my counseling practice, mm-hmm. and I wasn't really looking for anything else, mm-hmm. a woman, a doula, came to me and asked me if I would back her up at two of her births. She wasn't going to be around. And I looked at her funny because I hadn't had any formal training yet. Okay, okay. And she was very adamant that I had, I had the training I needed. Wait, wait, what, did you have any training at all? Not to be a doula, not technical training. You, yeah. you had your own kids, I guess? Had my own kids. <laughs> Natural childbirth? Um, kind of. What does kind of mean? Not, kind of means not, um, I didn't have to get cut. Okay, I didn't have to okay. have surgery, but okay. I did have medicine okay. as part of the management. Okay, I get it. Um, but, um... I showed up at these two births, uh-huh, uh-huh. and they knew that I hadn't had a certification training in being a doula, mm-hmm. but they both called me back for their subsequent births. Oh. So I was like, ding, ding. Maybe this is the this move, is too. This is a sign. Uh-huh. At which point, I went through a full certification program, and That's wild. Like, I'm like, this is meant to be. That is so wild. Yeah. Like, I had... <laughs> I'm kind of flabbergasted just thinking about this. Like, okay, so how did you meet? How did you meet this doula first? The the, the doula that that referred you first. We were friends from the community. Okay. So she knew me from synagogue. Okay. She knew me from like women's study groups. Uh, okay. Um, for probably. A good 15 years. Oh, so she's known you. Okay, yes. so she's not some lady that came off the street and nope. said, I'm going to do some yoga with you for a couple of sessions. Nope. And then, okay, I get so it. So when she she's said, Sina, mm-hmm. you can do this. <laughs> You're like, okay. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm I listening. It. I get it. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that clears up a lot. Because I was like, wait a second. Like... <laughs> She just came by one day. Saying, I think you should do a, I think you should do a natural childbirth for me in a couple of weeks. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sounds right. <laughs> but no. Okay. So right? she's known you for 15 years. Right. You were in the social work field. She not, knew my work. She knew your work, and you were okay. So you were in the community. Went to the same synagogue. Right. Probably did some yoga together. A little bit. A little. A lot of women's study groups, like Jewish study. Oh. Um, that seems to be big around in this it area. Is. It is. It seems to be pretty big um, around this area. Yeah, women gather around a table with a teacher mm-hmm. and either study the Torah mm. or study some text mm-hmm. or a book that's been translated from Hebrew into English wow. that teaches principles for daily living. Oh, man. Um, that's yeah, pretty, that's pretty cool. So it's like, it's cool. yeah, so it's like your own, like, like rabbinical, whatever, uh, school, <laughs> right? It's learning In a way. about rabbinics, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but rabbinics that are, um, that are shaped for a woman. Mm-hmm. I get it. Right? Yeah, because the role of a woman is, is different. different than the role of Abs- a man. Absolutely, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Or we would be all women or all men. 
<laughs> Good point. That might be for another day. <laughs> that might be for another day. Dad. But yeah, but I get what you're saying. I totally understand what you're saying, though. But I could definitely know that, yeah, there's a lot of controversy about all that going yes, on in this, in this world. But, you know. We, we'll... Interesting, interesting <laughs> stuff. It is. But I think it's, I, you know what I think it really is? I, we won't go too much into it. But I really think it's just that because the family structure has changed so much in, like, the past, you know, 50 or so years that like people are just really trying to grasp at straws as to what they could you know what they can identify with and what they can attach to how they can provide value to society as a whole yes you were saying that like the problem with a lot of with people or the biggest problem for a lot of people with your clients was after the birth they would have issues with trying to identify like what role they play within the so i think it's kind of this i think what you're saying pretty much is the same thing in a mess in a macro scale it's just everybody's trying to figure out where they where they belong where they fit and some people get a little confused and but (laughs) and i think on top of that Mm -hmm. um i think on top of that the I don't want to take this too far, but the political landscape mm-hmm. has become both more liberal and mm-hmm. permissive yeah, I guess. and mm-hmm. more strict yeah. and conservative. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And that middle ground <laughs> has kind of been lost a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So that liberal role modeling yeah, yeah. has turned up mm-hmm. in our homes yeah absolutely. our schools mm-hmm. um as well as the other extreme yeah absolutely i agree and with that too it's yeah. confusing yeah everybody's like we don't know what to believe we don't know what right. we're doing and i totally understand where you're coming from and i, I think it, it kind of all plays that role so hopefully yeah. we can all figure it out sometime in the, in the near future but who knows you know who knows what 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 what, what will happen but I, I always i always tell my friends this and i always think because i'm like one of the, not a futurist but i like to think about like what's What's going to happen in the future? And I think in like 50, 60 years, we won't have to worry about anything because the robots are going to take over anyways. <laughs> I've thought about that too. <laughs> Those robots are going to take that, over. That, you know, something is going to be planted in your arm or mm-hmm. your neck mm-hmm. or under your scalp. Or something like that, right? Something like that. You know, it could just be the movies that I've watched with my husband and the boys <laughs> yeah, it that too, I've right? seen these things, mm-hmm. but... Listen, technology is playing a greater and greater and greater role Heck yeah. in how the world functions. Yeah. I mean, just 10 years ago, well, well, technically 11 years ago, we didn't even have iPhones, right? I mean, this is, is well in the iPhone X, right? The iPhone X was the iPhone 10. That was last year. Wow. So only 11 years ago, we didn't wow. have iPhones. Can you think about it? Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. That is amazing. Te- technology is just flying by. I right. mean, geez. So, yeah. I mean, who knows what's going to happen. Right. I mean, but at the end of the day, I think the important thing, though, is like the, the fun part about technology, the way I see it, is that the reason why it is developing and changing our whole landscape, our socio, so, not socioeconomic, but our social uh, landscape is because people are like, really, we don't have any place to hide anymore. You know, like before, if you had any kind of funky beliefs, you can kind of hide under a rock or something like that and just kind of do your thing. And now I think it's getting more exposed. Yes. So, I mean, I feel like we're going to go through this period for maybe 10, 20 years where people are getting exposed everywhere. And I think after that, everybody's just going to be super happy because we're just going to be living our truth because you won't have anywhere to hide. (laughs) That's a a beautiful way to put it. That's a beautiful way to put it. So it's a great ideal. (laughs) It's a beautiful ideal. Mm -hmm. And... I wish it would go that way. Mm-hmm. 
I also see, and maybe this is because of what I do in my life. Yeah, what do you, what do you see? I also see, see social media as being a little bit dangerous. Oh, absolutely. If it's utilized by people who don't know what the consequences could be. Mm -hmm. So younger people yeah, absolutely. who expose certain things mm. that really shouldn't be exposed. Oh, are you talking about nude, nude pictures on the internet? No. No? Well... It could be that. It could be that too. <laughs> but it could even be like he said, she said. Mm -hmm. You know, an 11-year-old, a 14-year-old, and it get it gets back to somebody who gets angry, mm -hmm. and it fuels some, um, it fuels some insecurity mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. that person has, and it snowballs. I get it. I get it. And. It could end up in an ugly scene mm -hmm. in a high school. I get it. I've seen right? that on, online. Exactly. I'm so, going to offer a counterpoint to your counterpoint. So I would say that I agree with that because I see, I mean, obviously you see it on the, on the on the interwebs all the time, like yes. picture or videos of kids. It's like, oh, you were, you were bullying me online and now we're going to fight, yep. right? But I feel like if you think about it, like that's been happening since day one. It's just in a different form, right? Like people yes. talking about, it was like the bathroom stalls. People writing Susie's on number the on, the, wall. on the wall for a good time called Susie, right? That was the yes. old school social media. That's such a great memory. <laughs> but it's true though, right? You know what? I would make hearts. <laughs> Is that what you, you were just the heart for it. I'm just making, I'm putting love on there. Everybody needs to love some more. Don't yes. <laughs> I agree with that. And guess what? My favorite emoticon mm -hmm. or image on emoji? my phone yeah. is a heart. The heart emoji. Well, yep. There you go. Right with now. color. <laughs> you put it in red. I can't put one. I have to put like purple, green, yellow, oh. blue, <laughs> purple, green, red. yellow, blue. It's like right. old rainbow, right? Just got to yes. put them all on there. Rainbow. <laughs> That's Unify. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Come together. Mm -hmm. separate, separate entities coming together and make yes. beauty, right? Rainbows. Unified. Absolutely. I agree with that. Unified will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, when we get our when we get our wills together and we understand like what everybody else is thinking, yeah, we can definitely do some really good stuff. Powerful we're getting there. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. We're getting there. We're getting yeah, there though. We we're not. There. We're not quite there yet. I think, like I said, social media is going to help us a little bit. And, I yeah, hope it's so. it's going to pull us back a little bit. But I think it's like we're going to have those that one step back, so we can give those two steps forward. Everybody's going to be like open up, and we're going to be all freaked out, and you know we might have a couple more uh, schoolyard bully fights. But I think yeah. in overall, I think it's going to help to have people. Um, understand more about who we are as individuals and understand more about like how um, you know how we can function together as a whole because social media is so it's social so right. you're gonna learn we're gonna learn more to how to be social without actually being in front of each other right hopefully so <laughs> hopefully right as it I hear you and I share the optimistic <laughs> perspective mm -hmm. um, I've been accused of being an eternal optimist um, it's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. Why not? And I, I like to live that good will prevail. Yeah, why not? Right. We are right. good. I mean, if you think about it, we've yeah. been on, well, it depends on who you ask, but we, let's just say we've been on this earth for at least 3,000 years. At least. <laughs> at least. It depends on who you ask. Some people will say, well, yes. that's But anyways, at least 3,000 years. And we yeah. haven't killed each other. So that's something to consider. Not entirely. Not, yeah, not entirely. We have killed the, we killed groups. But if you really think about it, I mean, we've been on this earth, like I said, 
at least three three thousand, depending on who you ask. Right. But if it was really terrible, like they say it is, like you'd have you'd hear about people just running cars into in the middle of the street and just yeah. running over everybody. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, obviously people are throwing rocks at each other in different parts of the world right. and shooting missiles. But if it really was really that bad. You would. It wouldn't be a day where people would be <laughs> driving down yeah. the street just mowing people down with their car. Oh or, gosh! You know. So I think inherently yeah. we are inherently good beings. Yes, we are <laughs> for the most part. I believe that to be true as well. That's yeah. That's what it's yeah. all about. So uh, yes. we're gonna we're gonna finish this off in a couple minutes. Fine. Yeah, we had a good little talk. You know, it's we can probably fun. talk for hours, right? We covered a lot of ground, <laughs> didn't we? See? Yeah. Bing bong boom. That's how we yes. do it. Yeah, it was really nice. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> no problem. Thanks and, for coming by. Uh, have some... a great day. Absolutely. Be safe out there. I know. You be safe out okay. there, right? All right. Well, that does it for the episode. We will catch up to you in just a few moments with that final thought. Alright, so that concludes our episode with Cena. That was a great t- interview, wasn't it? I had a good time talking to her. She's very energetic, very knowledgeable, and she has an interesting perspective on life. The funny thing is that she has three different vantage points, but they all kind of lead into the same light. Yeah, it's all kind of that positivity positivity that she spreads on every aspect of her life, and you can kind of see it in how she carries herself, and as, he, as you probably can tell by her conversation as well, she definitely has a positive outlook on how life should be. So, yeah, that was a great time, and I really uh, would uh, think that a lot of us should maybe th- consider having a more positive outlook. You know, obviously there are some negative things that happen in the world, but as I was saying, and as she was saying on the podcast, it doesn't really matter what's going on in the world. It's a matter of what your perception is and what your perspective is and what you really choose to see. So, you know, uh, <laughs> we choose to see the positive. I hope that you choose to, take, to see the positive. Obviously, there is, as I said, there is negative in the world, but at the end of the day, there's negative in the world for all of us, but some some of us seem to have a happier disposition than others so it's up to you to choose what you want to be and up to you to choose how you want to feel and at the end of the day i choose positive and i hope you do too well anyways that does it for my day man it is super late it's almost midnight here we've had a really 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 active day here at General Fitness Company. We had a workshop earlier, and we've just been going hard. <laughs> so I'm going to call it a day. I'm heading in. I will catch you tomorrow with the, with the throwback, because it's going to be Throwback Thursday. I promise I'll have a throwback for you. And in the meantime, I hope you have a great day whenever you're listening to this. As I always like to say, and I, as I always do mean, I really appreciate you listening. And as always, keep good company. <laughs>